0: Welcome back, everybody, to another super spectacular, long overdue episode of the Be Better podcast. We are coming to you from the 71st 71st floor, I think if I counted uh, coming up, 71st floor of the Final K World Global Headquarters uh, here in South Minneapolis. Uh, It is a blustery day. Uh, As I walked upstairs, I saw the temperature was 66.6 degrees outside. I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad sign, but... What is a good sign is the man sitting across from me, which is normally, I don't normally say that, but I'm anticipating a very low uh, self-promotional day, please try and not prove me wrong, Devin Palmer.
1: Devin Palmer, REMAX results.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, that just went out the door.
1: Um, so, Devin, how you been? I've been extremely well, Christopher. How about you? <laughs> I've been
0: really good. I've I, uh, I got to admit that we have a, uh, a. you've got a new partner joining you today, which is uh, Soda, seems to be... Cuddled right up next to you, but in, in the same
1: color as your pants, which is kind of camouflaged. Your dog and my pants—they're just sitting there, same color. They're all one. Yeah, so does so does quite
0: friendly today. She is. She's just kind of mellow. Uh, we have the house cleaner in the background too, so um, she doesn't go crazy when Marina's around. But uh, yeah, so um, this is our annual Kona episode. Da, 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 da. Da, da, where we kind of like sit back and toss it back. This is like about as close to Barstool Sports as we'll ever get.
1: And we know our stuff. We've done pretty extensive research for this episode.
0: We have. I mean, you have looked over the list, what, for, for like four or five
1: minutes? Upwards of three.
0: Uh, yeah, and that and does come on the heels of our conversation from riding yesterday as well. Um, was that yesterday or was it Monday? Two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah, so we're uh, we're coming right on the right on the heels of that, which is that was a lot of fun. I got a new cassette, by the way. No more
1: clickety clack
0: goes goes the train down the track.
1: Do you want to tell your listeners how hard it was for me to bully you into going for a bike ride?
0: Oh, it was terrible. It was how how often it was like pulling teeth.
1: How many times did I turn you did I turn you down? It was multiple no's, and then it was next week, and then it was next week again.
0: I'm telling you, when you know, when you're traveling the globe and building barns in rural Minnesota, sometimes (laughs) things go. It's it's hard to want to actually go out and do something physical when you've been laboring at other physical tasks all day long.
1: The extent of your ventures, it just knows no bounds. Well, you're a landscaper. You're a builder cabinet maker.
0: And, and you're getting me like three days before I get on a plane to actually head to Kona. Zipping off to Kona. You know, well, hey, K, you got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, let's give a big shout out to, well, so we have three athletes racing, five athletes five athletes going to be present from Final K. Um, so we have to give those guys a big shout out. So, uh, Rhiannon O'Connor, yep. she's going to be racing. Uh, Erica Hitchcliffe, she's going to be racing. Corey Wilkie, also be racing. Um, kind of qualified from a A smattering of different events over the last, you know, say three years because we've been put off for quite a while and athletes had the opportunity to stick with Kona or defer to the St. George race. Mm -hmm. So that was Rhiannon. So she wanted to like, if I'm going to race. I'm going to race. Right. So did not go to St. George. Um, Very odd that that was the only time the world championships have been outside of Kona.
1: And in May. And they had two world championships this year.
0: A little bit clunky a little bit clunky and they uh they were gonna have a paratriathlon uh world cup and Mm. then bowed out of that which really left a lot of para athletes in the wind terrible terrible interesting yeah very bad um but also on the field of play will be eric will be uh, um uh, sarah hoffman she is going to be an official out there. Okay. So I don't see any conflict of interest if she does, you know, penalize or look past any of uh, any of our three three females that be racing. Final K, they grease the wheels for the athletes. Hey, you know, we have people on the inside track. There's people all over. i feel like uh, I feel like it's a kind of like almost like the triathlon Sopranos over here.
1: So all of your athletes are racing Thursday.
0: Thursday. Yep. All females because that's what I just want to get it done with. Yeah. I apparently well, and can't, we have. I'm be- not. I'm not good at. I'm not good at coaching men. Apparently. No. <laughs> no, we, no, or the, uh, or the doping is just that much less on the, yeah, they're just side. less
1: respons- responsive to the protocol you use.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's just terrible. But, uh, Eric and then, uh, uh, Micah will be there. Micah Norby will be there okay. watching. So, um, so that's, that's the complement of uh, people that I am trying to coordinate to do coffee boat swims and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, so it should be fun. I mean, back in the Island for the first time in what, three years, Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy.
1: Well, and let's talk about that because we've had had it deferred. Mm -hmm. So they have all these customers who have a slot, a coveted slot in hand, and they weren't going to settle for St. George. So we have, is it close to 5,000 athletes racing? Yes, yes. And they've split it into Thursday and Saturday?
0: Thursday and Saturday. So Thursday is females Mm -hmm. and then men 55 and older. Yep. So basically all the old guys on Pharma. Yep. And then uh, Saturday. Hey, when I
1: turn 56, I'm getting on TRT. Like that.
0: Are you really? Why not? Are you going to get back in a training program?
1: Get back on a little, a little training, a can little we rec- TRT.
0: Can we recreate the iconic photo at the top of uh, a, a Old, Old Sock, Sock Pass? Yeah. The, so for those of you that don't know this photo, there's a great, great photo that was actually stolen by Iron Man for a while. But it was used um, in some publications. It was actually used in uh, Was that a
1: Kerry Yinstead
0: photo? It was. A, it yeah. was a photo. Yindicam photo. Cam. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so it's a Devin's Racing Pro. I'm yep. coaching him. I'm wearing my OHP orange shirt. Says, "Who's your coach?" Rest and, in peace, OHP. Oh, renta, rest in peace. Forever and in our hearts. Kind of like rest in peace, Devin professional triathlete's career. Uh, so Devin's coming over the hill, and he's you know he's on the bike, and he's sitting up. His, his your bib is facing backwards, so it actually shows that you're a pro. Yep. I'm I'm running alongside you. I got like my hand out. We're obviously engaged in conversation. You got well, your each hand of us. Out.
1: You can. He captured both of us using our hands like. Having a a conversation.
0: Like we're like we're an old Italian couple.
1: Have we talked about this on the podcast before? I feel like we
0: have, but maybe we haven't.
1: I bet we have. Yeah. But
0: for those that don't know, this photo looks like, you know, like it is the best way that a coach and an athlete communicate Mm -hmm. mid racers like we're we're sharing some some strategy when that's not at all what was being going going on between us, was it, Devin?
1: Chris, you were telling me not to drop out, and I was saying, Chris, I'm going to drop out.
0: Right at the bottom of this hill, I'm pulling out, and I'm getting into a car. And I was like, no, 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 you just still go, just do keep this. Going.
1: There's still a chance, there's
0: still a chance. And Chris, what did I do? You dropped out right away. I mm-hmm. think it was like 200 yards later, mm-hmm. Devin was off his bike walking back and... Uh, Jumping in my dad's Prius. Oh, it was just <laughs> terrible. But it was a great photo. Good photo. And the photo ended up going on. We used it for some promotion uh, at OHP, but then it actually... It got used in a pitch deck, which when Optum pitched, uh, and I was part of that, pitched Iron Man University to Iron Man, mm-hmm. they, they, uh, they actually didn't go with us because they tried to lay in a quarter million dollar sponsorship, and we said, like, nah, that's not what we're looking for. They used that photo in their promotion of Iron Man University when they rolled out their own Iron Man University.
1: Stole your deck, stole your
0: pick. I tell you, it's terrible. Good thing I'm not bitter about it. And I got no residuals, zero. You didn't None. get. It. Well, you had to finish the race. Oh, okay. If you would have finished the race, we probably could have given you something. But beyond that, no, nothing. And it would have. And, mm-hmm. and any residuals we would have given you probably would have been the most race winnings you would have ever taken, or or things you would have earned as a pro, anyways.
1: Well, Chris, there's a good reason that I am a realtor, not a <laughs> professional triathlete. <laughs> we
0: have talked about that. Like, didn't you say you earned in your first? transaction as a realtor you earn more than your entire career as a pro
1: basically jesus well i earned no my first paycheck would have been the same uh if i had won iron man wisconsin
0: Ugh.
1: so it's like okay achieve the lifelong dream of winning iron man wisconsin same paycheck as just selling a house just selling a house just
0: to some regular joes yep just just closing the deal well that's 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 crazy um
1: so can I give a shout out to my buddies who are racing? Sure you can. Philip Faulkner, he is actually falling in that older gentleman category now. No okay. disrespect, Philip, but your age is what it is. You're racing on Thursday. And then Sue Rubin's also racing on Thursday. And Philip's oh. been he's been serious since when I was serious, so he's been serious probably fifteen years now. Wow. And Sue Sue, same thing. So they've been they've been serious for a while. And Sue raced Lake Placid and then Juno. She won her age group in both of those races and is now racing. And those were, that's late July and early August. And now she's racing Kona.
0: That's her, so Corey qualified in Gino as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, uh, what's Sue's age group? I don't think a gentleman should really get too into that, okay, Christopher. Well, okay. So we'll say she's racing on Thursday. She, we, all the
1: women are. Oh, yes. Well, I'm,
0: yeah. Of course. I'll just, yeah, that's she's what racing we're just saying. on Thursday. We're just saying she's racing on Thursday.
1: She's Racing on Thursday. Very She's. <laughs> He's
0: so good. Best of luck to them and all the other athletes out there that'll be racing, especially from Minnesota or from, that are some sort of affiliation between the two of us.
1: And one other shout out. Okay. Not to Yulia Kipchoge for setting the world record in Berlin, but to my old client, Susie Fox, who is now Susie McKean. She went 305 in Berlin and she has two young kids over there. She and her husband both raced. They both they made this trip work, and when I saw her three hundred five, I was like, "Yes, Susie!
0: How crazy is that? She's so she's been she's been a talented athlete for
1: for ever twenty or she came to triathlon in 08, ish something like that because yeah. she was back in the SES days. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then.
1: Yeah, she and I worked together for a couple of years. It was awesome. She's just such a, she's one of those like classic determined traveling personalities. She is
0: very quiet, very like, very mild mannered, I would say. You would not see her like, I mean, she's, she's very understated. Yeah. And but then her racing speaks for itself. Yeah.
1: Just guts out. Yeah. <laughs> To me, having kids of the same age as her yeah. and seeing her do an international trip, bringing the kids and making it all work, I'm like, I just imagine how tired and crabby I would be.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I and
1: for her to go a 305, I was really impressed. That's, yeah. And, and she's not bringing like an au
0: pair or anything like that. It's like she's cutting no it out. She's a mom.
1: She's no a au-pair. full mom.
0: That's it's a, it's, a full time job right there. Um, hey, that, Chris,
1: can I mention I would like to hire an au pair on the podcast here? Are you trying to? Really? Unpaid. Unpaid.
0: Oh, okay. I think that's called. Uh, I, I don't even know what that's called.
1: Well, the a. Hey.
0: You know what that's actually called? That's called a mother-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> what would Thea do if you tried to like have somebody take care of your kids? That would be probably would go that great. No, it would not. Probably she she go that great. I don't know that that probably would be taken out of your allowance. Mm-hmm. You know, and that just uh, yeah. But unpaid. That's a bold statement. So having somebody live in your house. Again, that's, a, that's putting it out there, Chris. Yeah, that's called a mother-in-law or your own mother. That's going to have to come. No, that's... We have.
1: We're actually super lucky. Maybe your brother
0: Philip sure. would want to come. Maybe <laughs> move into your house and take care of your kids. Maybe. How would that go
1: over? Well, my brother's name is William.
0: I thought your brother's name was Philip. No. Nope.
1: Okay, William Phil Faulkner, who's racing on Thursday at okay. Ironman Hawaii. Sorry. How? So, so if William was to live into your house, move into your house, would that go over? Not great. No. Okay be just like in just like uh when we were eight and nine and
0: just squabbling so if anybody's out there listening that does want to be an unpaid au pair do they get do they get do they get free rent then otherwise right well Food. we discuss
1: the terms okay how would they submit their application uh you're going to send an application straight to devon d-e-v-o-n at SPmov.com denet mspmov.com
0: all right and it's a, it's a it's an application or a
1: letter of interest or are you looking letter of, for we'll start with a letter of interest okay. and you'll just you'll in the subject line of that email you're just gonna put unpaid opportunity
0: <laughs> I love this I want to see somebody come out of this I want to see something come from this mm-hmm. that would be that would be awesome um all right let's uh, let's move on to let's move on to the race and let's talk about
1: um, professional athletes let's talk the about best who's. of the best the cream of the crop exactly top so, 50 men top 50 women
0: uh, technically there are 52 bibs uh for the women so not just 50 52bibs Fifty-two. 52. Bibs. yeah but really only a couple matter yep I mean that's I mean I no disrespect to let's say you know like the Jenny Schultz of the world or the Susie Cheathams you know or the Jade Roberts of the world but really we're gonna be focusing on who?
1: Oh, it's just Daniela. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean it's going to be the Daniela Reeves show. I mean she is I mean she's pretty much the Chrissy Wellington of her yep. of her time.
1: Well surpassed. She's surpassed Chrissy both in number of titles and speeds. It's uh, true, true, yep. true, but
0: oh uh, saying indomitable. Yeah, like she's when, the when Chrissy was force. racing,
1: I mean remember the year that she stopped and helped help
0: the person and then still went and won? Like stopped on stopped on the bike and helped somebody on a bike and then and then went on to still win. Yeah. Just super dominant. But I I so in my top 3 I think Danielle Reef is is definitely an easy number one choice. There's no way she doesn't win, outside of either injury, illness, or some gross mechanical.
1: She's at a level of dominance where you do have to think. Yeah, she has to biff it for someone else to take the top spot. But I mean, you never know because she is so strong all around. Yeah, she can swim front pack. She can ride away, and she can run really respectably. You know, like an Anne Haug is an Anne Haug's thing. She can run faster. But if you're, you know, five, eight, ten minutes back from the swim and bike, it's it's tough to run that much faster.
0: It, it is. I mean, depending if everybody else slows down, which they would they normally do. And, and so going back to Reef, I think we would, in normal sports casting terms, it's her race to lose.
1: Yep, definitely. I think fair to say. You know,
0: with Ann Haug, she's definitely. And that am- said,
1: that said, neither of us has done a liquor research. So
0: well, so yes and no. I mean, so Ann Haug, I think is. The reason I like her is she fits into my category of ITU Olympic athletes who retire into Ironman. Mm. I remember watching her race in London in 2012 and 2013 at the Olympics and at the World Championships ITU, and she is amazing. I mean, she's a feisty little German girl, and she. Can... Well, let's be careful with our our, our language. Girl, I, feisty, One. feisty, girl. Feisty, I mean she's like you know what how is that how, let's how, just be how? careful with our words how here is that, okay that is not derogatory
1: I think we're being a little problematic when we use these words okay a um a well would you care to issue an well, apology to Ann Ho no because I'm not' She's I gonna, think gonna they're hear
0: bad. this I don't think those are bad things so I'm not going to apologize for anything I'm not gonna back that down a, a lick but I hmm. will I will okay. cha- I'll change my vernacular okay okay she is a well acclimated female athlete from Deutschland.
1: He's a very fast athlete.
0: How is that? Is that Deutsch better? Athlete. Is that better? So I think she fits the bill as being as having the chops yep. on a number of different roles. So I see her. So she's my... Not only is she bib number two, or actually she's bib number three, but she's my number two.
1: I like Lucy Charles Barclay because she comes out of the water so far ahead. Mm-hmm. She pushes that envelope. So she's that racer who likes to be wire to wire out there in front. And... You know the liability is you get mowed down late in the bike, or you get just caught on the run. But it's it's fun to have her in the mix to bring a different tempo to the pace.
0: I know, and, and you know what? I just I'm just gonna call her Charles Barkley. Okay. You know.
1: Because you know what? That's fair.
0: I I, I just I, I I literally can never hear her name or say her name without thinking just
1: of Charles Barkley. And it's the life when you're you're Lucy Charles, and then you get married and you do Charles Barkley, like you it's like. I'd be
0: like Wayne Newton being your hyphenated last name. Yeah, you can't. Or, or or you know, or Michael Jordan being your hyphenated last name. Like it's Charles Barkley. And if he's not just an unknown, he's like he's like a, a high level like celebrity broadcaster, all around guy.
1: Women's start list here, there's a few other interesting names. Okay, who like else who else
0: do you like in your top five? Do you let me I don't know you. if
1: I'm I don't know if I'm putting her top five, but I certainly like to see the name Sarah True still around. Yes, I, we both know and like Sarah True. Uh, I don't really know her, but I raced against her one time, so I feel like I know her, even though I don't.
0: I know her too, and and you know what? I, I love her to bits, and she does fit my bill as as being former ITU uh, fourth at the Olympics, fourth at the Olympics, and she's got guts. She's probably one of the funniest people you'll ever meet on the female side. Like, you 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 find in triathlon, there's very few people that have a personality, and also are likable. Because you get a personality in somebody like a Chris McCormick, but he's an a hole, and or you get a Norman Macca, Macca, he's a controversial person. Wow, Uh, or you get like a Norman Stoddler. Oh, and no. And it's like, mm, <laughs> eh, hard pass. Just dumb as a rock. I know. Just like, I no one know. can sue
1: us for anything we say on here, right? I don't think so. I don't okay. think we have a big enough broadcast. From what I've heard of him, just dumb as a rock. No,
0: dumb as a rock. But he does have maybe two of the best sound bites in oh, all of Trash absolutely. When they caught him, and he's like,
1: oh. Hey, can, much- I, can I say the second woman I'm excited to see on here? Is? Lisa Norton. Are you really? I was going to put mm-hmm. her on my top five, too. Yeah, because she's another ITU talent. And she was silver. So that would have been the 20." 12 Olympics when Gwen crashed out cuz Gwen crashed out in 2012 yeah. and Lisa Norden and that Swiss gal battled to the wire and it was a sprint finish Lisa and what's her name It was a photo finish. Photo finish.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a that was like one of the only photo finishes we've had and um that was definitely What is that there. gal's name?
1: She's a like two-time Olympic champion. We should probably know her name. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. We're gonna move. She's past coached that. by Brett Sutton, so we don't really. I don't need know to that. Is, I, I've never heard of that. Never person. heard of
0: him. Never heard of that person either. Um, I, I, so I, I like Heather Jackson. Yep. Um, I've known Heather for for a while. You know, she's definitely she's like the spirit animal of the Wadi group, and she she has like she's just awesome. Like yep. she is just like if I say awesome, like she is just a really fun, bubbly personality. Great. I've seen her interact with like just normal folk. And she's like super approachable. She is kind of like this. She's like a like a tattooed Sarah True, you know, because she looks like she looks like she's a California girl. She rocks oh, her sure. flat brim, yep, better than maybe anybody I know. Um, but yeah, I do. I, and her
1: run is her run is really top tier. She
0: yeah yeah. I, I just want her to to keep it together and feel like she has a shot and not not pop out at some point in time.
1: It's interesting with this list. Some names that pop up familiar, I'm not as familiar with a lot of the names on these, you know, the the top 52 here. Are you seeing anyone else who stands out to you?
0: No, not really, to be honest with you. I mean, no. I wish I could say yes. I I, like there that's the circuit on how pros qualify now, which you and I have talked about before, is just so different that you don't get to see it's hard to create like some sort of fanfare. You know, you, you start to see, you you don't you don't see them. They're like maybe a one off from somewhere, yep. and so it, it's it's hard to really kind of compare apples to apples. So I'm kind of going with people. I think like a Laura Sadal, I think that she has. I I know her. She's you know she's got some race skills, but um, but again, I don't see. Anybody coming and putting the full package together, like you know, we know, like, we, we, let's, let's put Sarah True out there. We know yep. Sarah can. We know Sarah can swim front pack. Yep, Easy. you know, she can. She can bike up front pack. She can. She's just like she's she's got it together. And the the question is, is can she run off the bike at, to the extent that these other, you know, three four gals that we've talked about, women yeah. have uh, can uh, how they can do that. Um, I mean, this is why we watch sport, right? Because nobody knows. We're obviously just spitballing here. But if predictions and history kind of go our way, that's normally what's going to come. Kona is a whole different animal. Yep. Because some of these people would have qualified, let's say, like at a Wisconsin or a Wales, where it's cold, cool, yep. wet. Um, you got wind. You got heat. You got the elements of pressure, salt water. There's... It's just
1: such a specific set of variables for Kona.
0: Oh, it's like, and and the and for, for people that have never been to Kona, have you ever been to Kona? Nope. Okay. So I think the misperception is that the course is flat. When you look at Kona's the bike course on paper, it, lo- it looks pretty easy. Now you go out and do it. It's a whole other animal. You know, it's hilly, rolling hills, the, the climb. Um, I think, you know, the, the climb back to the Queen K coming back from Javi that you have, a, there's a the couple of little pippers there. Um, the wind the heat the humidity just the intensity of being alone i mean like there's gonna be parts of the race out there where you're only seeing goats yeah um that's a whole different that's a whole different animal so for for people that like i don't remember when courtney haig raced like she almost got blown off the bike a couple of times like like blown sideways she's a strong bike rider yeah um Second place at uh,
1: your race, Maple Grove, tried just a few weeks ago.
0: Never heard of it, but yes, we yes. <laughs> She is. And, and, and another person. Still so fast. Yeah. Because I mean,
1: she and Susie were such good friends, you know, a decade ago when they were both racing super fast at the top of the Minnesota scene. Yeah. And it's cool to see them both still as such fast athletes.
0: They, and, you know, multiple time moms there, yep. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the so I think the to the the course lays itself out for some unknown variables, especially yeah. if nobody if people are coming from races that were not those types of races. I don't think that's what's you know Saint George didn't give us that, yeah. and that's really what the difference between why Kona has always been Kona, and always should remain Kona. It shouldn't move somewhere else.
1: Well, Kona's not going to move anywhere else. Well, the, the well, world championship may move. I think
0: it has slightly moved on the global scale because of tectonic plates and and the way that okay should we talk about those no let's not get too far down that road now
1: let's mention also the i just think with kona the pressure of being in that town in that crazy hyped up little environment in a so if you go a week early you're in the heat for a full week you're around the most hyped up triathletes in the world i can just see a lot of people kind of scrambling their brains leading into the race yeah and kind of almost forgetting their own game plan and their own Way of being successful and just throwing it out the window like, oh my gosh, there goes someone. I'm not, I'm used to being the best. I'm not used to having to be in a group of eight just to compete in my age group or just to keep, you know, to stay in the lead group of pro women. I can see a lot of people just not being ready for the demands of the world championship type race.
0: Yeah, I think from an age grouper standpoint, that's definitely what happens. You go there and you start just like look, everybody looks around because normally it's just like bike envy. This is like athlete envy. Yeah. Everybody's re- everybody's running around without a shirt. They're wearing compression socks, visible heart rate straps and visors. That's really what yeah. you, all you see all day long. And then everybody's look at me, look at me, look at yeah. me. I mean, they name the di- the beach Dig Me Beach. Yeah. And that's really what you have. But from a pro standpoint, normally, I mean, Peter Reed would go out there for a month. And a lot of the people are staying there a little bit longer to try and acclimate and try and get some, some time there. Um, Acclimating to heat is a little bit different than acclimating to altitude because it's basically sweat rate and not like, you know, uh, red blood cells that you're trying to get. Um, But definitely it's there. I would say for, for Neo pros, for them to go, it's probably going to bake into it that they're going, Oh my goodness, there's Danielle reef. Yep. Um, How am I going to, how am I going to race against that? And that's got to be super, you know, super hard. But at some point in time, you have to say, okay, I'm, I'm here. I deserve to be here, and that's part of the maturation of, of professional athletes, I think. So, um, let's go down the men's list. Okay, so you want to, you want to hit the men's list first
1: yourself? Well, I'm looking at a list. They note here that Jan Frodeno out, Alister Brownley out, and those are two big variables because they're both Olympic champions. And Jan, you have to say he's one of the greatest of all time Mm -hmm. because he has so many Kona titles. I think he has the record, right? Fredo, I think he does. So he's a big player to be missing. Wait, does he? Did he break the... Did he break into the Dave Scott? God, we don't have a single fact on. We our don't eyes. have that. Well, will say he for sure is faster than Dave
0: Scott. Well, it's not faster, but does he have the more more titles? I don't think he has more more Kona titles. Oh no, I don't know. If, I don't
1: no, know no, if it's no, the no. total number. but well,
0: you can't. You, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. They, 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 because times have gone
1: down. I mean, Ben Hoffman has gone faster than Dave Scott did. No. Though, so Jan Frodeno, he's a big absence. He's really got to be at the very tail end of his elite career. You know, at this exact level. Yeah. So it's a shame to see him and Alistair out. When we have those two crazy phenoms from Norway, how fun would it have been to see, you know, the Norway phenoms who who knows where they came from? They just popped out of nowhere, magically at the top of both ITU and Long Course. Really interesting. What's in the water in Norway? Just good, clean fun.
0: Oh yeah. It's like it's like it's it's like the Icelandic water that they drank, guys. So
1: fresh and so pure. Oh, it is. It's like suddenly they're at the tippy top. But I guess you would say Jonathan and Alistair Brownley kind of came out of nowhere, but they're two brothers who trained together all day long every day and they they created their own mini culture around themselves they did and they reached the top tier of the sport they did and also the i say the british culture
0: has produced some pretty good solid itu athletes olympic athletes so they came out of a culture out of a that that has produced those maybe maybe similar to the culture of the that germany produced athletes like in the in the early
1: 90s yep um
0: but that well in germany so
1: we just talked about it in the past decade so jan fredeno has won a few times sebastian keenley has won in the last decade and then that fellow patrick lange has won in the so they germany has three men who have won in the past decade
0: yeah so they they definitely i mean when's the last okay here's a trivia question when's the last time an american has
1: won is it what's his name from uh from 2001 2002 Mm -hmm. who is that um where's he from Jim Jimothy's. He's from Iowa. Kevin O'Connor couldn't talk enough about him. Tim, uh, Tim. Come on. Jimerson. Tim Meyerhofer. What sound does a
0: firework make when it explodes? Tim boom. Tim da boom. Tim da boom. Tim da boom. Yeah. (laughs) Tim da boom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he and his wife and his brother, actually, Tony was, I I, I actually saw Tony shelling t-shirts at a bike race a little while back, but, uh. But yet yeah, uh, they From were Kona
1: to T-shirt sales. That's crazy. The story, but...
0: yeah. So to boom. So Tim to boom. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Last time an American has won
1: because Ben Hoffman has been second. Yep. That and was a... and the, unfortunately, I think you and I would both rate that as kind of the high watermark for him, right? Yeah. I was. A, I would say that was a fluke. Well, he he was. I would say there were probably other guys who were racing to win that day who blew it. You know, you know, it's like if if Jan Frodeno was going to win, some guy is racing Jan Frodeno for the win, and they yeah. probably, as a result, maybe blow up. And if Ben Hoffman is racing with a singular focus on his best performance, maybe he sticks more to his guns and comes away second. He, he might but him, and I think Tim O'Donnell has also been second. Yeah, I,
0: I would say. I mean, I I would much rather put my money on To. I think is he coming a, out of a heart attack or something? Yeah, he had a, he had heart palpitations, I Oof. believe, and so. But, you know,
1: another family guy. Yep. But know. those fellows, when I see names of guys who were at this level when I was still racing five, six, seven years ago, you know, so if you were dominating in the early 2010s to mid-2010s. tens. I'm saying hard... you were dominating back then? No, I'm saying if you were, oh. I have a hard time believing for most people, you cannot maintain that edge another five years, especially if you were in your mid-30s then. Correct. Correct. So I don't, it's hard to rate those guys. They're familiar names. We know how good they are. It's like Andy Potts racing, right? You God, know, But he can still pull off a win here and there, can't he?
0: But can he dominate the world level? No, not at this stage. No, not at this stage. I mean, so are we both agreeing that um, that we're going to be in, that there's going to be a
1: Norwegian at the top of the podium? There's a real good chance. Even Matt Hansen is still here, good Midwest guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm st- so I'm, a- I'm going to go on. A well, Man- saying-
1: okay, I just said Matt Hanson. Matt Hansen's from Iowa, moved to Boulder. So Iowa, I don't like that about him, and then moved to Boulder, I really don't like that it's about them. So of- I don't know if I'm even wishing Matt Hanson well. Well, I mean, like Matt Hanson a lot,
0: are we, what, what, but
1: I don't know if I'm wishing him well. Not, you know, you know who is on this list? Who's actually he's super high. He's M4, Chris Lieferman. Yes, I like Chris Lieferman. He's a Minnesota boy. Yes. So that did that... he move to Boulder? Yes. Okay. So that, that did he get much better when he moved to Boulder and really reach a good elite level? He's won multiple Ironman. So Chris Lieferman is really strong. I really respect him. We're just gonna say Minnesotan. I don't. Oh, let's just take the Boulder thing out. Let's of Let's just take the he chose Boulder. It's the lifestyle he chose. We're not choosing his lifestyle. He's from Minnesota. We can't take that away from him. Yeah. I. But he rocks. He's a nice guy. He. But I don't. Does he make the podium? Top. Three? If you are moving to Boulder, you call me and I'll give you chris lieferman's wife's number because she is an agent out there i actually had a conversation with her last year because i have clients who kind of consider moving to colorado Mm -hmm. so i want to have someone out there they can touch base with oh so you have a you have a professional network is what you're saying i sure do okay um
0: so okay just establishing i'm saying bloomfeld yep i think he's he's got to be number one he's gonna win and i and i really do hope Is it Blumfeld or
1: is it Blumfeld?
0: So I really Am I being culturally insensitive? You are completely, but I'm not going to call you out on it because that's Hmm. not the kind of guy I am. Hmm. I'm not going to call you in the rug, but I think, but here's what I want to see. I want to see him racing in his translucent white uh, uniform that he had in, in the Olympics with the little
1: black Speedo underneath. How oh, funny what would that look. be?
0: Uh, so I because because you know everybody always rolls out their a game with equipment yep. and everything coming here. So well, all the
1: brands they're launching new products. Just like the tour, everyone launches their new bike or on the tour. Like the
0: new head wheel that's going to oh, be there. My. I want to see who's <laughs> racing on the head wheel. I mean, because
1: is anyone going to roll that thing? Well, first of all, it's it's it's, it's hundred and eighty mil deep, right? It's huge. So one hundred and eighty. So it's all but a
0: disc wheel. It's it's as big it's as big a wheel as you can get. It's as big a dish as you can get. While still be whilst
1: still being legal. Because you're not allowed a full disc on Kona for obvious no. reasons. Yeah. So the rules preclude it. But Head says, Oh, you want a disc, but wink wink, not a disc? We've made a special wheel we'll for you. it, it for weighs it.
0: fourteen pounds. It does not weigh fourteen pounds. But it but the question is, is do people end up riding it to the detriment of their race because having so much dish can be detrimental especially if they're a lighter athlete you get a little guy like ben hoffman he's a you know he's a pocket rocket right but does that become he's a ben- full-sized man he's not
1: he's a halfling no i think he's a normal height man he's a hobbit there's some of these little guys who he's are a very hobbit petite. if you're a petite gentleman oh so now you're going petite gentleman yeah. if you're a petite little feller so he if he's a if he's a feisty lad if he's, if you're in that category of feisty gentleman, you know, like a bigger guy, like a how come
0: I can say how how come
1: I can't say feisty, but you can? That's the rules. Okay, that's the rules. Like a Cam Werf, who's a pro triathlete slash rides for Team Minos a little bit, so he's pro cyclist and pro triathlete. You're come. not
0: you're not referring to the old Cam Whitoff, are you? No, I said Cam Werf. Okay, just checking. No out. Who I don't knows he... who Cam Whitoff is.
1: He's... I, I do. He was the Jerry Cooney of of uh, triathlon back in the day. He has come and gone. Cam Werf the... has those has the chops as a cyclist, and I think is a bigger gentleman. Oh, for so sure. He might be one who is he embraces could, that wheel. Yeah, he could. He could definitely get it out there. I mean, it's it's that that's that's one. Um, there's Chris. There's so many names on this list of strong guys who are strong. Back when I was still racing, Joe Skipper's here. Joe Skipper is just—he's got—he's just strong, and I don't know. Yeah, he's just a strong feller. Yeah. Is, is there any? Berg—that name's familiar. Dennis. Chevron. Yeah, a lot of these names are very familiar.
0: Are there any? Are there any dark horses here that you might put up as as someone who you think could pull off a huge, a, a huge, um, huge turn? It's tough because uh, it just. You have such depth, such talent here. How about Rudy Von Berg? I think he could probably do something. No.
1: No? No. No? I think there's a lot of guys on this list who don't have the total package and don't have the mental constitution to race to win at this particular race. Yeah. Just like the Tour, it's like a lot of people have the engine to win the Tour de France. Very few people have the mental faculties. They're just not equipped to keep sharp for three weeks and to maintain order on their team for three weeks yeah and this one it's you have to st- swim in the front pack you manage your energy on the bike not get dropped you know not get dropped not get behind someone who gets dropped and have to bridge up so you're just managing your energy and your fuel and you have to be ready to run and, and then row. keep it together and then not lose your spirit because some people are running i mean it's it used to be like the winner would run low 240s are people going to run high to mid 230s now i think so
0: I think that's what you have to be. This it's, new it's, generation?
1: It's, it's crazy how
0: how fast athletes, you know, how fast athletes male and female have gotten. Because
1: this event, distance. if you're a fast man, you need to swim low 50s or around 50 minutes, 50, 51 minutes to make the front pack. Yeah. So one might dip under, You know, an elite swimmer might dip under. You have to ride, is it 410 to 415 now? Somewhere the front in that pack? area, yeah. Which you, Chris Lieto back in our day, set the record at like 418 you know it's like high teens that's not still the record though no he set. then it was the record so it's like the front pack now is probably riding faster than the bike record was 10 or 15 years ago does
0: starkowitz still hold the bike course record oh
1: good question is he racing? No. I, I think don't, he's no. still a professional.
0: Starkey? The real Starkey? The which real Starkey. Oh, I know. Remember that? Uh, that? That fad that went around? No, I, I think... Because I thought Starkowitz got hired to win the bike leg by... Was it QR one year? No, he rides for Orbea. Or Orbea. They hired him to go out and... Because I remember he did it at Florida. He mm-hmm. set, the, set the world record for the bike course. And then I thought he got hired essentially... Kind of like how Andy Potts did one year to, to set the swim course record yep. at the expense of whatever happened. Um, but no, Starkey's not racing this
1: year. Um, he's but, a dad now, too. He's got to be pushing 40. He's an awkward gentleman. He's been in so many catastrophic crashes, and he keeps bouncing back. Didn't he get tra- caught underneath a truck and yeah, dragged? Cr- one- like, very catastrophic How incident. scary would that be? Very bad. I would never want to get back on a no, bike. but he keeps coming back to the sport and like... Go to mountain biking,
0: yeah. for goodness sakes. Get off the road. Um, so, uh, I think my, in my top three here, definitely someone we have not said is Sebastian Keenlay. Sebi has, you think he's
1: coming back? I think so. He's German. He's past winner. You think, Hey Chris, you think he's coming back?
0: I think he's coming back. I think well, he, he's going to he, make podium. He, you gotta like the guy. You gotta, okay. So he has top the, three. He
1: has the mental ability. He knows how to succeed here.
0: Mm. hmm I think and you he, can't take that away from anybody. If you've won here before. That carries cred because you know how to win.
1: I don't think he's coming back to that level. I think the ship has sailed.
0: You can be wrong. It's okay. And I think
1: his game plan, so he is a classic German game plan because he's a second pack swimmer. So he's a, if everyone swims 50, he might swim 50 or 54 minutes. So he's a couple minutes out in the swim. And I think his game plan is so much harder now because he needs to bridge up in the day. If it was a weaker front pack on the bike, if it was a bunch of runners riding together, you can bridge up and you can drop them. I think it's much harder to bridge up, and it's almost impossible to drop if you have enough guys who are going a 415 bike split on this bike course.
0: I think I, it's it's, I a, think...
1: it's a taller order if you can't make that front pack, and you can't because his bike isn't strong enough to make up a deficit and drop everyone because he is not going to compete. If he comes off with a bike with those Norwegians, they're going to house him. He's not that level of runner. He's a very good runner. He can maybe run here high 240s. Yep. So it's like uh, these are very elite times. I'm not saying he's not a very elite guy, but I'm just saying he's not the fastest runner. He's not the fastest swimmer. He might be the fastest biker, but is his bike is the delta that big that he can bridge up and drop them by a sufficient margin to then get off and and hold off a guy who's going to run 2:38? I think only the day only
0: the day can tell you that because conditions can be favorable mm-hmm. to somebody who is a stronger biker that can that can manage it. Or they can be um, wickedly terrible. And then you're going to look at what kind of like if you have to fight a an like an unprecedented crosswind or headwind the entire day. How does that take out of an athlete that that is not prepared or has not experienced that no. before? No, there, there's plenty of those variables. I'm still putting him in there. That's that's he's, he's, he's definitely up there with me. I would say if I had to sub him out, I'm, I like Patrick Lang as well, because another German and
1: I, it's, it's a safe bet to bet on a german
0: it is always a i think it's a safe bet and then uh, lionel sanders i think those those guys are are definitely up there for me
1: lionel sanders perhaps the worst talent to preparation ratio i've ever seen ever
0: how how so how do you know how, how do you know
1: because lionel has a engine like no other like okay. he has a, a true phenomenal engine yep so he can ride at a he can put out the watts almost anyone else can put out and then get off that and run. Yep. He's a little lacking in the swim. So like uh, Sebastian, he, he he's a minute or two back on the swim. But he can ride and run at such a level. That guy, because he was getting world class at the end of my career. So eight, eight years ago, he was reaching world class. And I think he may have been second at Kona one time. So it's like he's been at that level almost a decade now. Yep. And... Like every year he seems to reinvent the wheel and is like going out and doing random Iron Man six weeks before Kona. It just seems like he's always getting into something and none of it is geared towards a winning Kona. Just just, just, just The guy see the guy needs someone to like Shake him by the shoulders and be like, "Here's how you organize your year. Here's how you go win Kona."
0: Well, I mean, but for so long, can you can you ride that train for so long? At some point in time, you have to try and create a, something that has sustainability from a lifestyle standpoint. You know, if that if, if your preparation is a little bit different, and you're going to be critiqued for it. Yet your results still produce.
1: But what if? Because not my point would be
0: I don't know that his result, results are in line with his
1: ability, his prodigious ability.
0: Not everybody can make it to the starting line. Not everybody can make it on the pure pure here, right?
1: I'm also I'm criticizing him. I also don't really know that detail. What his prep is or what his race results so have been you, lately.
0: So you're playing I'm the typical stones. Devin. You're just gonna be snarky. I'm throwing uh, stones, Lionel. Gonna, get a
1: coach, Lionel. You're just
0: throwing shade all
1: over the Lionel, place. You're so good. Just, just win. Show, so, much, Lionel, so much shade. Lionel, just win. He's also Canadian, which I do hold against him.
0: Why? Ryan because Reynolds he, is
1: Canadian. Well. Do you hold that against Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. I don't think a he should. I do not think he should. Wayne Gretzky, had, do you hold it against Wayne Gretzky? Of course. Uh, I, uh, I do not uh, think Ryan Reynolds is suitable for the role of Deadpool because he is a Canuck. I think I, he, Who are you? I you think, are
0: so wrong. It's on. It's like... I don't even know how much more wrong you could be about I this. I think he
1: is taking a good American job, and we need to send him back. How? No,
0: no, he's not. It's not like a British actor getting a, like a, it's not like a Tom Holland taking an American also, actor's
1: job. Also, send him back. Tom Holland? Yep, right back. Oh, send him back. I, I like I like Tom Holland, but. Listen, um, here's the backstory on me and Lionel. I accidentally slandered him one time in 2015. Is this <laughs> when Somebody you were like. Is is doping. This... Oh, my God. Because. Did he call you out on it? No, but Slow Twitch got hold of it and they were really upset. He's a real big. Fa- he's a big fan favorite on Slow Twitch. Oh, hey, shout out Slow Twitch. Sh- shout out Dan amfield cool guy, uh, yep. super chill, mm-hmm. super great personality. Speaking yeah, of great personalities and triathlon, bit, Slow Bitch. Hey, whoa, that's
0: what I call it. Though. That's a so, cuss word. That is not a cuss word. Apple tune, Apple iTunes will not flag me for that. Slow Twitch,
1: where triathlon careers go to die. Oh, or where people go to just like become internet trolls. As a coach, how many times have you heard an ill-conceived concept regurgitated? Through a slow twitch forum, and your client is like, "Hey, I was just reading about this awesome methodology. Let's go and go ahead and use this." I shut that stuff down so fast. Somebody goes, "Well, hey, I read on slow twitch." I'm like,
0: "Okay, stop Stop right there. there. Stop right there. Stop right there. That's that's as far as that conversation is going to go." When you started off conversations, well, I heard on slow twitch. No, nope. And and there's a difference between like what Dan Emphill writes and then what like every internet troll puts Mm -hmm. in like the in the internet chat in, in their chat groups. Because I remember at one point in time. I had mentioned that I thought a disc wheel was a good, um, a good, uh, good wheel choice at Iron Man Wisconsin, and I got like lit up by so many people, and I'm like, that is not a con- that is that is not a confrontational statement. I thought it was a pretty safe statement to make, and like all these baits were just totally lighting into me. I'm like, I am never getting into another chat room ever.
1: Nope, it was just terrible. They had their way with me for saying that, Lionel. Because it was the year Lionel was really coming out. It may have been just 2015. So it was him and Fredano were dueling at the Oceanside 70.3. And uh, he published his watts, and then he ran like a 113. So he went high 300s watts, just shy of 400 for watts, and then ran like a 113. And I was just incredulous. I just was incredulous. And there may have been a part of me that was just petty, because it's like, well... No. There's no way. I can't do that, so he can't do that. There may have been... <laughs> hey, Chris, there may have been a touch of pettiness in that equation. I could probably see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's.
0: that's but I would
1: like Landel Sanders to succeed. If he would like to purchase property in the Twin Cities, I'm very open to working with him, in spite of our... Troubled past together. So, for
0: the same reason as an as a, a Minnesotan moving to Boulder becomes corrupted, a yep. Canadian moving to Minnesota becomes vindicated. We'll purify him. Purify him in the late in the like like the- like <laughs> Prince and Lake Minnetonka, in the, the, the the beautiful waters of Lake Minnetonka. Exactly. um So here's something else would You, I would say, in years past, in many years, there has been so many Aussies and New Zealand uh, mm-hmm. athletes. Really, you don't see uh, that many competitive uh, people coming from Australia or New Zealand anymore.
1: It, yeah, I'm trying to think of a name. We didn't, We haven't discussed a name of an Aussie at this level. No, not at this level. I mean, so if you, if you look at um, uh, Braden Curry, he's from New
0: Zealand. So he's up there. Because think uh, about at the beginning of the last decade. And, Cam, we, and, and, your, and your boy Cam Worf. Is he Australian? He's Australian. He's a um, Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're just mourning the Queen's, the Queen's death. Oh, that could be. Just paying respect. I respects. doubt they're doing that. Well, because you had... Did you know that they stopped the tour of Britain because the Queen died? Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think that's kind of dumb and
1: short-sighted, but whatever. Okay, keep going. Think of the dominance of that population at the beginning of the last decade. Because you had Macca on top, mm-hmm. and he could win... He would win one or two Ironmans in the Kona when he was at his peak. Yep. In 07, 08, 09, you know, that that stretch of years. And it was him and Crowy and they were the top two. They were dueled for the win in 07 or 08. Yep. They had a great duel for the win. Uh, Pete Jacobs was right in that era, too. So Luke Bell. Uh, Luke Bell was never at this. Let's not put his name I'm out. I'm just throwing names out. He, but, <laughs> I'm
0: slurring. So slurrying. we had three
1: different Aussie male champions in that era. And then on the female side, you had McKinley Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I would put
0: even maybe Leander Cave in there, even though she is British by birth she grew up in australia so hmm. you could you could throw leanda into that in that mix hmm. you know you had um i mean you had a there was there was a number of different marina Miranda marina Miranda Car- yeah Rennie's from yeah. there um i'm th-
1: i'm trying to remember I'm a little australian
0: oh um uh, has
1: has the continent of australia gone out to pasture are they losers now Have i don't they think they're losers i mean
0: at the short distance they still they still own the home Still up there? I mean, there's are they're still they're still at a high level. Mm-hmm. I think you know you see Super League; they're racing really high level in Super League, um, and they are you know they're always competitive at the ITU level, which is different than Super League. But so I I think I think it's just we're not seeing some of the Ironman
1: champions on the male and female side that are coming from Australia, New Zealand, because um, they would just come over here, a dozen of them would pile into someone's basement in Boulder and they would just train their brains out. It just doesn't happen anymore. And yeah, just be really dominant. Um, but I don't. I don't know why. Interesting. I, I don't know why, but maybe hey, Australia tighten up. You know,
0: m- m- Get maybe it together m- they got they like they rode COVID out super well. You know, did they? they? May, yeah, they had like they were at one point. Well, they sh- basically shut they, oh, okay. they shut themselves down. And I think I thought New Zealand at one point in time had zero COVID cases because they weren't letting anybody in or out. <laughs> and they shut it just, down, kind of like how China just say, shut hey, it down. Go inside. Close your door. Don't that's talk where to anybody. You stay. And there's like only seven people that live on the continent too, yeah. so why not?
1: Well, New Zealand is like fourteen to one sheep to people, right? I think that's cow. 80? I
0: think it's cows. When I was there, it was a lot of cows hmm. in downtown Auckland. There were cows, like pasture, like cows and pastures in downtown Auckland. Hmm. Also, they had penguins in the uh, in the harbor when they did the swim too. That was, I think I, that's that, that's that's when you know the water's really cold and yep. so there's penguins yep. out there. I
1: think that's an indicator
0: um so we yeah we haven't seen them we haven't seen too many of them and, and there's not a lot on the start list so it's it really is like heavy into the european theater again and in scandinavia so um i think it's it, i think it's going to be a good day um it's going to be exciting to watch are you going to watch it
1: online i am not i will at best we have, we have it in the background at least i will at best be checking via twitter okay at best okay I have two children. They are one and three years old. I will not be spectating Kona in the way I used to.
0: Well, I know, but like you could it have was it so on fun your...
1: to you. Use... I used to watch it and send out dumb tweets all day. It was great. I made oh, it I know. think of it. You were you were trolling the heck out of people, Golly. but
0: but I think they were great s-
1: tweets. You can still have it like Hall on... of Fame Kona tweets. Yes, you
0: can just like have it on in the background, just as like background noise, or just mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. seeing because the coverage has has gone uh, gotten up uh, to. Do you I'd remember say... what
1: one and three years olds are like?
0: No, I no. I erased that out of my. We've only had four kids. How would you remember? Well, they don't talk. They can. They're kind of like immobilized. They, oh, they them, don't talk. They, they immobilized. Yeah, you put them in a pack and play. Oh my god. Shove them in a room. Go to a, like you just put them like. Don't you just bring them to McDonald's and throw them into the little <laughs> just ball put pit? Them in the ball pit. And let them roll. <laughs> it's like go. Are they out there? I don't Let's know. Go. They lost. Come back. No, I mean, it, it, the, the the coverage has gotten so much better. Yet
1: it still is dull. Can I tell you points. one thing that I'm very displeased about with Iron Man? just one thing i th- it, like checking on sues results this year to check on my buddy sue's results mm-hmm. it's been such a tedious pain to stay up to date with these races like i the results are the result tracker is so much deeper buried and harder to access now than it used to be i'm crabby about it are i you? think their website has gotten worse over time well the website's difficult to manage
0: i find the, the i find the app and the tracker app has been reasonably adequate there have been a couple races where it has been lagging, mm-hmm. especially with Wisconsin later in the day, especially with all the – and I think that had to do with the rain. Coming from my experience at Schwamigan and, and, and you know, announcing in the rain and seeing the havoc that, that wreaked on some of the timing equipment, I think what you're seeing is you're seeing that the that the, the water had had played – you know, I would say uh, played an issue with the timing and the updating because all they're going off of are um, – rf receivers so yep. that's that's all you're seeing and if you're if they're not coming or it's not getting you know not not getting recorded then you're, you're just you're not getting the information and that's where like especially if you have somebody that's like hugging the cutoff you know i'm, I'm getting worried yep. i'm not there and i'm like going okay telling their spouse like tell them to hurry up stop walking like well they're not walking i'm like oh, okay well it looked like it like no, they just they're they're just not hitting the timing mat, so you don't know, and it, it gives me anxiety. Yep. um, it is hard to to make something entertaining for eight hours. No, or, no argument there. No you know, argument it's there. It's because you don't have well, you don't have the scenery like that you do at the Tour de France, and uh, and and you could honestly say that a, a stage of the Tour de France is only you know four or five hours. It's probably only two hours of broadcast. Yep. and that's that's different here. Whereas if there's not if there's nobody making a charge and it's just you're watching somebody just kind of hang out in the wind, it's it's hard to it it, it it's hard to keep that interesting. So and I think they try and do a better job with it. Um, Paul Phillips is going to be there. He's going to be uh, managing the motorcycles and uh, out there helping. But nice. it's the managing the motorcycles or photography. No, he's out there managing motorcycles. Oh, the, nice. Iron Man paid fifty-one thousand dollars to ship motorcycles wow. to Hawaii this year bmw motorcycles because they need them um, for press coverage they need, they need them need for, every, they need for everything for yeah. everything yeah so that's how they're all mobile mm-hmm. so the same company that produces aso that produces uh the show for uh the tour de france they're the ones that that uh, are also producing this show here oh, in nice. kona interesting so, um it should be good i'll see it from the uh i'll see it from the vip booth because you know that's no how big I, deal that's how i roll no it's big like, deal you know, no big deal it's just you know it's, it's an, I, I don't want to like just put it out there, but yeah, you know, VIP. You're, Chris is not one to toot his own horn. Well, you know, like if you're going to go, you may as well have access. I mean, I've not been in the sport for this long just to sit on the sidelines <laughs> be some I'm like not. be some normal
1: random rube who just kind of booked a flight over. So you'll be out there. This is the first time we'll have two different races at Kona because we have Thursday and Saturday. Yep. Bigger fields than ever before. Mm-hmm. Historically, they cap it at what 1800. Yep. And now we have almost 5000. So we have a lot of interesting new dynamics at play. It's going to be interesting to see how they keep
0: it together for two days. Yep. Um. I will only. I'll, I'll. I'm focusing on the women's race. Yep. Gonna go hit a coffee, uh, tour Airbnb on Friday. Maybe go do some uh, volcano nice uh, sightseeing with my with with my wife Jill and uh, Chris Palmquist, a friend of mine from Chicago. She's another Level Three coach. She's going to be out there. Level um, Three
1: coach. No big deal. No big yes. deal. DOP
0: yes. Level Three. Whatever. Sir, what's, what's the level above oh, that? Can no I put one. a theory
1: out there for you here, bud? Uh, no. 5,000 athletes. So we've mm-hmm. more than doubled the usual athlete population on the island, plus all their guests. You know, like, we have a lot of triathlete-related people flooding the town. Yep. Under normal circumstances, 1,800 plus their guests is a lot of people flooding that town, right? Correct. More than doubling it. Is this year going to be the one that breaks the camel's back and breaks the goodwill of the town and the town says no more no thank you too much
0: Uh, i can't see that happening but i have already seen some preliminary postings of where athletes are not welcome or or advised to ride Mm -hmm. especially south of town so you can't overlook the economic impact this race has on that island especially when they have been isolated for so long So hopefully the economic boom comes. Um, It is temporary because if you've been to Kona outside of Ironman race week, it looks like Daytona beach in, you know, in July. So it's pretty quiet. It's really quiet. It's like a shell, right? So then um, it's, it's a definitely a different vibe. I, I don't think it ever will be a point, although it has been rumored that they, they don't want to have it. Um, I think there's just too much too much that that is brought with it. Yeah. And I think this is this is not seen as what's going to carry forward. This is a this is a one-time thing. I don't see you having a two-day race. Because they are, had they had all those slots they'd already given out over the last two, two, it, two yeah, three years. I, yeah. I mean, it's they're not going to do it because they the idea is they have all those slots in there that they're they're filled in that year. It's not like a Boston Boston no. like you know if you, if you if you qualify for Boston you can race anytime in the next like five years. There people aren't holding those over. You have to do it. So I think because of that, you're you're only going to see this as one year, and I don't think it's going to be something where it negatively affects the the. the people of the island will just say okay i understand it we'll you know we'll go with it and people really do enjoy it there i mean the the vibe is pretty awesome i mean sure athletes can be a-holes and just thinking about themselves sometimes it's a lot that's a lot five
1: thousand is a lot of really intense really high strong it is and you can see the fatigue there but certainly it's a boatload of cash being spent yeah, I mean, because people. So are, if you're, a, yeah, you're. I mean, Hawaii—it's a tourist. You're looking is at huge, millions and yeah. millions of dollars
0: that are being brought to that island just in. I mean, in everything you're looking at, like, you know, like rentals of homes, vacation homes, and plus they just had a typhoon that hit them, so there's some there's some mm. impact there. My original Airbnb got canceled like a month ago because the basement caved in because of a typhoon. Wow! So okay. we had to find a new one. The bigger thing is, is I can't believe that this many people are going to actually be able to fit in the island and find resources such as rental cars and places to stay because they're that's a that's a, you know it's, it's a small enough it's little a small area. number area it, yeah it's you know it's not like the Super Bowl where people can just leave and rent out their house like you know when the Super Bowl came here you know people are like renting out their house in the Twin Cities for thousands of dollars a day yep those people don't just get to pick up and leave. Because It's leaving an island and it's completely different, so um, I'm just it's it's gonna be a different vibe seeing how many people are there, but it's I mean, as as goofy as it always like kind of I, I think it's gonna feel, it's always electric. It's always electric. The I, other thing we have not touched on at all is this will be Mike Riley's last swan Iron Man. song. This is his swan song, it's the last time he is gonna say, and I'm when. And I'm wondering who's fighting to be the last person to ever be oh, called
1: an Iron gonna, Man. Someone's going to wait till 16, gonna, 59, 59, and then it's going to be the jump tra- out of the shadows. Across it's going to be the, the, the track line. stand of
0: triathlon. You know, going to have three <laughs> people that are going to be side by side going. Okay, who's going to be the last person? It's going to be a male, mm-hmm. won't be female, and it's going like who's who's it going to be? Because that would be something.
1: And am I correct in I I know this is probably a big reveal, um, and it's probably premature to mention it, but am I correct in saying you're in the running to be the new Mike Riley? Devin Palmer. You are an Ironman.
0: I am not gonna do it. I would not <laughs> do that. There's a lot of travel that comes with that. And oh, I yeah. travel I travel enough with the things that I do. Um and you know my, my focus is on Paris twenty twenty four right now in Para. So that's that's where like if I had to say where my eyes are. You know, announcing is just a side gig. Like that's a side hustle. Kind of like you know building. No, it's fine that you're like not ready to announce it. House. It's
1: fine that you're not ready to
0: announce it. We'll discuss it next time I'm on. I'll I'll I'll, um, I'll see if I'm if I'm offered it. I will see if I can balance it between my commercial shoots, um my my scheduled flights out of the country for you know for health insurance companies and
1: your pole barn building, my pole barn landscaping. Building. I mean, it has to
0: fit inside fishing season mm-hmm. as well. And hockey season, and your 18 kids. Now, if I'm asked to announce for like you know the Wild, or you know maybe take Doc Emmert's job over for you know NBC announcing hockey, that would be a completely different thing. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm excited to see Mike Riley, you know, in his last time because that is going to be iconic because he is the voice of Iron Man, and there are very few things left in the sport that are pure, that have been there for for so long that are identifiable. I think you see. He and Tim Yount, being Tim Yount, being the voice of of you know USA Triathlon, you don't have anybody outside of Mike Riley. And as and will somebody step into his shoes and become the new voice? I don't think you're going to have that. I think you're just going to be. I think it's going to be parceled out, and it'll just be another. It'll just be another voice in the crowd. You yeah. will never have someone who he's not replaceable. I don't think he's replaceable.
1: Who else could? Ever take on the role of saying you are an Iron Man, Jerry McNeil,
0: Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> and will comment on every two-piece top ever too, uh, Jerry, love you. Um, all right, well, um, I have to. On pa- that note, on that note, I've got to yes. pack up and get ready to uh, to to catch a flight to get out to the Big Island. I will. Uh, I'll send you some text messages and pictures. Report live. I will not be doing any live report. I might do some Facebook stuff. Who knows? But Facebook um, live. Uh, From VIP. Every, but I think everybody should watch root for all your athletes. Make sure you're tracking them, giving them, giving them support. And then uh, when they come back, um, okay. ask them for all the, all the stuff that they got free and see if they give you any of it. Cause that's the fun part.
1: All right. Well, what a pleasure to join you today. Devin uh, Palmer remax results.
0: You said it so little. It's, it's, it's almost <laughs> been refreshing. I, you, you said it like very, beginning. Lionel
1: Sanders moved to the twin cities. Lion, I'll be your realtor. <laughs> hey, if you need to,
0: you could probably get you a house too. Um, so everybody, thank you for joining us. We will look forward to seeing you on the backside of Kona, watch the coverage, root for your favorites. We'll be rooting for ours and until next time, just be a little better.